scripture reading is taken from Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 46. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats, and he will put the sheep at his right hand and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you took care of me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry, or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it for do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thank Michelle. It's such a good, uh, always pointed out the uh, really uh, important matters and, and explained that to us. So thank you so much for your testimony. So today's passage is about the end time. End time in the origin of word, it is called eschaton. So eschatology is about the end time, right? When the end time comes, our Lord Jesus will come again to this world and gather all people and he will judge. He will, like a shepherd, he will separate the sheep from the goats. That's what uh, today's text says. Then my question is, who are the sheep and who are the goats? Who will go into eternal life and who will go into eternal punishment? Who are they? What kind of criteria to use to divide, separate the sheep from the goats? Is it going to be whether you did some good deeds and actions that is so important? What do you think? doing some good deeds. It is really important to go into eternal life. I would say for now, yes and no. Let's explore it more. On the surface, it looks to me that the sheep were the ones who did serve the people in need. And the goats were the ones who did not serve the people in need. Then the sheep were saved by their actions, not by their faith or grace. 
That is what we believe, right? According to the Apostle Paul, we are justified by faith through grace, but not by actions, right? What do you think? I think there is a more fundamental and spiritual principle going on underneath. Interestingly, both the sheep and the goats asked the same question to Jesus. When was it, Lord? We can see who they are from their questions. We can see what kind of people they are from their questions to Jesus. The sheep asked, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food? They didn't know that, right? They didn't see Jesus. The ghost asked, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and did not take care of you? They were looking for Jesus. And as if like if they saw Jesus, they would serve him. But they didn't. They couldn't. So no service, no good deeds. That's what, I, what they say, right? And what does it tell us about them? Both did not see Jesus in their actions or non-actions. They did not see Jesus. The sheep did not even think about Jesus but served the needy people. Whereas the goats did think about Jesus but did not serve. Because they couldn't see Jesus, find Jesus. So from this we understand that the real issue here is not the action itself, whether they did or they didn't do, but something else, much deeper. The real issue rests upon the questions like this. Why do you want to do those actions? Why do you want to serve? Or what are you looking for? What is your goal? in your life and what are you trying to achieve from all these good deeds serving and all that my friends it's about the difference between doing and being i love this phrase the importance of this difference cannot be emphasized enough doing some action is great but not always. What's more important is who we are before we move on to the action items. Who we are as our existence, who we are as the condition of our hearts, and so on. Those are far more important than any activities we are busy with. As I'm getting old, you know, I'm, I'm turning 51 this year, and I face a lot of life struggles and uh, knowing about myself, my weaknesses, my strength, and all kinds of stuff. One realization, it's about my heart condition. I cannot fake it. And we must cultivate our heart. That is my realization. We can do many things, you know, outside things, activities, functions, programs, and performances. But the condition of heart, it, 
It doesn't show. Yes, it doesn't show. But un unless we cultivate our hearts, we will fall into the kind of cracks. There will be no fruit. Broken relationships, struggles and conflicts, inconsistency. The more, what's more important is who we are. Who we are as our existence, who you are. But in reality, right, we have a tendency to choose the easy way out. We, we spend time and energy on the things of actions and performance by which people will evaluate us. And thus we spend less and less on the things of inner being. We pay less attention to the things of our spirits and souls, neglect the conditions of our hearts. We become strangers to ourselves. We do not know why I say such things at that moment, and we do not know why I feel such a way at that particular moment. We become strangers to ourselves. We become lonelier because we detach ourselves from the core existence and core values, even though that's unseen but so important. It is all because we pay too much on the outer things and the actions, not the things spiritual and things of our core existence. As I mentioned to you before, I love and admire what Abraham Heschel has to say on our condition, human condition. Quotes, there is a realm of time where the goal is not to have but to be not to own but to give, not to control but to share, not to subdue but to be in accord. Life goes wrong when the control of space, the acquisition of things of space becomes our sole concern. The more we do everything in terms of space, not time, we do not only lose the connection with God but also to ourselves. Just like the comparison of space and time, we need to understand the difference between actions and existence. Please refer to the chart on the screen and explore where you are right now. The sheep asked, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food? We can see who they are from this question. To them, they served all kinds of people with their compassion. For them, doing and serving do not belong to the realm of activities, the realm of space. For them, such actions are just the natural overflow of who they are as compassionate beings. That's why they ask, when? When was it Lord? To them, it doesn't matter when to serve doesn't matter. To them, they did not choose the people for their service. They did not calculate what they would get out of their service to the needy people. For example, our volunteers who go to a, a park they don't take anything from that food bank. 
They spend their time, they serve, just come back home. Out of their compassion, they just serve the people in need. And this is very important to Jesus. Because of who they are, as compassionate beings, they served, period. No ulterior purpose. Because they had the existence anchored in time, not in space, they connected to the realm of God and lived and served. Their actions were not limited to a certain occasion or to a certain group of people. The relationship of actions and existence can be clearly understood when we turn to the story of the vine tree in the Gospel of John. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Apart from me you can do nothing. Let us meditate on this for a while. Apart from Jesus, we cannot do, we can do nothing. Only when our existence anchored in Jesus, we can produce fruit and do something. Jesus said to the sheep, truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me. Compassion penetrate, penetrates any political layers and makes us see people as they are and attend their needs. And the sheep did it. Mother Teresa saw Jesus in everybody she encountered. And she said this, each one of them is Jesus in disguise. What is amazing about this is that when we see Jesus in others and treat them like Jesus, they, the other person, discover Jesus in us. That's the spiritual secret. It doesn't matter, you and I will disappear. But when we, when I treat you like Jesus, only Jesus will appear in that relationship, in that service. That should be the case, right? You and I, it doesn't really matter. Only Jesus will be lifted high, will be present, will be felt, will be touched. That's what our service is all about, isn't it? That's the secret. All we have to do is serve others as if they are Jesus, and they would feel the presence, the healing power of Jesus in our serving. I believe this is the grace and blessing for those who serve in the name of Jesus. Today, as I said before, we are celebrating the first anniversary of Sorara Food Bank. I know it is hard to pronounce it, right? So we simply say Parktail. And it is so good to have our local volunteers, Jerry and her friend, Margaret. Mary, close. 
So thank you for coming. Thank you. Let us watch the film. Jerry comes every Monday and Tuesday, rain or shine, and serves uh, at the food bank. And I'd like to thank our members like Michelle, Ashley, Daniel Kim, Sarah Lee. Today we have Sarah Lee here. Every Tuesday afternoon, Sarah Lee takes care of that part. You will never know how precious your service is to Jesus without any, you know, kind of judgment as Misha shared. You have served everyone who came to the food bank. I pray that what Jesus said in today's text is something you would hear when you stand before our Lord at the end. We are vulnerable. We are fragile, easy to break. We are all like that. But because of our Lord Jesus, we can embrace our weaknesses and overcome it. Because of the compassion Jesus poured into our existence, we too can be the channel of Jesus' compassion for the world. We are just a vessel. We are just a tool. We just allow ourselves onto God's hands. We are still vulnerable. We will be vulnerable. But because of such vulnerability, we can go out to the world and serve. Paradoxical, isn't it? But that's the secret. When we are weak, God is strong. When we are weak, that very moment, God is strong. Those who have embraced their vulnerability can engage in true service for God. My friends, we are the ones, Henry now and once said, the wounded healer. We have pain in our lives, hurts, broken relationships, failures, but there is a reason behind this. We need to understand that God has and God will turn the wilderness into the wellspring of life. When we truly believe in God's faithfulness, God's work in our life, we will be able to offer ourselves unto God's hands. O oh God, we'll be weak and we'll be vulnerable always, but you are our God always. Please use me. That is our confession. Can you see that God wants to use this church for his purpose and for his glory? God, God wants to use you and I as a channel of his healing and reconciliation. Let God's blessings over, overflow from this church. Let God's compassion overflow from this church. The sheep in today's text did not know that they were the sheep. They just found out at the end. I hope and pray that all of us will find ourselves in the sheep side at the end of time when we stand before our Lord. I would like to invite. Do we do that? Good.
Yeah, let's do it. I'll let you buy a priest team. Let's sing this beautiful song. The Tuesday church members really like this song. They I invited them, but they don't they don't want to come, so Tuesday. Let us sing together. Thank you. 